Nate Thompson here with ACX Sports Tech, here with Thomas Fields of Grind Basketball and Chris Garcia. Uh, Thomas, I wanted to start it off with the first question, uh, kind of like if you can jump into your background and like why you started Grind and then kind of how that came about. Yeah, uh, Nate, Chris, thank you guys for having me on. Um, a little bit of background about me. Um, and I started as a basketball player. I was uh, 19 years old when I started Grind. Uh, and and I really, you know, I was, I was trying to get to the NBA, just like all the other high school kids that play basketball on a serious level. Um, I was trying to go D1, and, but previously I had tore my ACLs sophomore, junior, and senior year. So I blew out my knees. And, uh, you know, really throughout that whole process, I came across the big problem and, and kind of... Uh, uh, thing that kind of made me start the company, what which was not having access to like the best, um, at, you know, the best professional level type of equipment uh, at my fingertips, right? So um, at that time, there there was these things called shooting machines, and they, they still exist around, you know, now uh, they've been around for 30, 40 years. But what they do is get your rebounds automatically and automatically pass the ball back out to you. Um, and it allows you to, you know, get up to a thousand shots an hour. So Steph Curry, LeBron, you know, Kobe, RIP, you know, all these guys, they would use these shooting machines to, you know, uh, kind of, yeah, get more reps and stuff. So, um, I didn't have access to this thing. And after tearing my ACLs, I, I really needed to, to like increase my level of work and, you know, uh, my, my level of reps every day, uh, yeah. You know, I couldn't afford a $5,000 machine and I had nowhere to put a 400 pound machine. So um, Grind was born from that point on. And, uh, you know, we're, we're a sports technology company designing interactive sports equipment for athletes. And we're starting with basketball. So uh, redesigning the shooting machine is our first product. So we redesigned it to fold into a duffel bag and um, make it more affordable for athletes. So that's kind of a quick overview of, of what I, what what Grind does. Um, did you want me to go, kind of go into my background a little bit? Uh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, so like, um, I mean, I started the company at like 19, so um, yeah, kind of kind of started in my garage, um, you know, trying to figure out how the hell to make a portable shooting machine. Right. And, and uh, you know, over the years, turned myself into like a self-taught mechanical engineer. So taught myself how to weld, uh, CNC machine, uh, plasma cut, laser cut, you know, you name it, all, everything, 3D printing, anything from mechanical, electrical engineering, like kind of taught myself how to do um, and built a really, really great team around me of like guys that were at U of H and Rice University um, and and continued to learn from these guys uh, that, that were in their master's programs. They're, they're kind of, we're going back and forth with engineering and, and building the product. Uh, and it took hundreds of iterations with the machine. Um, but yeah, we ended up getting through it, but kind of fast forward, um, you know, self-taught mechanical engineer. I got into the business school at U of H, uh, the number one entrepreneurship program in, in the country. Uh, and then I ended up dropping out. Uh, they they, they kind of wanted me to um, decide on whether I should continue going to, 
you know, in their entrepreneurship program or do grind. And I had to do one or the other. And I was, man, I, I, I gotta, I gotta stick with my, my gut. And I, I took grind and, uh, and kind of the rest is history, man. I, I got into an accelerator program um, called Red Labs, and that was through U of H. Um, I got into, and they gave us some capital. So this this whole process, I was working two jobs, you know, from the YMCA, from plumbing, from car washes at night, uh, just to fund the company. And, uh, you know, that would fund me. And then I get into an accelerator, they give us, you know, anywhere from two to three grand and, and I'll, I'll make that money stretch um you know uh, and, and and then we moved into our own space and we were able to kind of iterate and build better prototypes and, and continue to like iterate um but from, from that point you know i got into another accelerator and that was through mit uh called the success initiative so they gave us some more capital and i was continuing to move forward uh and then, you know, kind of the last stretch uh, after all these iterations and, and, you know, all these years after four, four years in the game of developing the machine, uh, we finally came across uh, two really great investors that were kind of mentors to me uh, for the previous two years, kind of saw the progress we were making and, and made some investment. And we, we raised a little less than a hundred grand uh, November 2019. Yeah. And uh, and yeah, so yeah, that that from that point we were able to kind of go launch, uh, and, and this year, twenty twenty, we launched March first of uh, right in the middle of the right before the pandemic, you know, bomb. So that was interesting, um, but yeah, man, so far, um, you know, we we've brought in um, for for the last two months a little over a hundred thousand dollars in revenue. So March. March and April, um, so pre-orders are rolling in. Um, not sure how this pandemic is kind of treating us because we don't have like history of you know previous sales, but um, so far so good. So we can only hope for the best moving forward out of this pandemic and, and uh, to continue to grow. Yeah, it's cool. I didn't know. Yeah, I think I met you at the Rice University Tech Intensive that. That was like three or four years ago, like a long time ago. <laughs> uh, that and then like seeing like the product it was like, like yeah, that's something that like is needed. To, like one, be more affordable for like students or athletes that want to be able to like get those reps in where they don't have access to a gym or have access to a gym that doesn't have that equipment and make it more affordable. Uh, so that was pretty cool. But yeah, so it was curious. The the push, not the push. The the drive an entrepreneurship program to like not pursue that entrepreneurship like create the and like while you're also pursuing like your your startup curious like uh i guess i'm not sure how to put the question but like yeah not sure like what what was their reasoning for like pushing you towards academic versus pursuing the startup when you're in an entrepreneurship program yeah yeah good question uh i think like whenever i started grind like I was super scared. Um, like I was scared as shit, like dropping out. Yeah. I, it, it was it was a big decision. Um, but at, at the same time, like whenever I started grind, it was kind of like I was forced into business because if I wasn't gonna do business, like I, I like I, I was on the basketball track, right? I, I made varsity freshman year, 
Um, I was getting scouted and recruited by Wichita State and, you know, Northwestern and, and just these, these there's D1 offers on the table, but I, I really couldn't move forward because of my knees. Right. So it was like I was kind of forced to do something else. And it was like, if you don't go all in, like, you're not, you're not about to make it. Like, <laughs> you're, you're not going to know what to do. So it was kind of like, you know, I gravitated towards business because my, my dad, he's always been into business, uh, whether real estate or starting a business or, you know, he, he started a, a record label back in the day with, you know, a whole bunch of old uh, rappers, SPM and, and Little Flip and guys like that. So uh, I, I just gravitated towards business and, um, you know, had the idea, had a problem. Uh, and, and started re reading and, and, and moving forward. So kind of like in that beginning stage, I knew I had to be all in or it wasn't going to work. Right. And I, at, at 19, going into my adult years, 20, 21, like if I'm not pushing this shit all the way, then I'm going to waste. Yeah. You know, I'm going to be 25 not knowing what I'm going to do with 30 years old, not, not having prepared for anything. So okay. I knew that. I had to like get give everything I had towards it. I never really what was a, a fan of school. I, w I was good at school because I had to, you know, make the team, and so I had A's and B's and stuff. Maybe both B's, but uh, but yeah, man. When that when that decision came, you know, I knew like it was kind of one of the situations where like, you know, if y'all the, the the program that I think y'all are. Or if y'all the program that you, I, you know, I feel like y'all should be like, yeah. putting business development and kids, you know, knowing what they want and pushing pushing forward in, in that initiative, y'all let me do this. Right. And since y'all are, are trying to make me, you know, decide, it kind of shows me the mindset of where you guys are right now. And, you know, I got great people around me, like, you know, you and Ash at the time and, uh, yeah, because I think I was still in school when I met Ash, and um, yeah, so I had these these really really smart guys uh, around me that were doing the things that I wanted to do. So I'm looking up to y'all, like, yeah, I gotta get on this level. Um, and, and and school wasn't didn't show me that path over there. You know, it, it was it was a different path, and I was like, nah, grind is is getting me there. You know, yeah. it, it it was it was a jump, but you know, you kind of made the jump to where, like, I got to sign up for classes the next semester. So, <laughs> and like, you know, well, it was like, well, also, I missed the date. It also sounds like on the on the way, you know, on that path, you're actually, you know, you're hitting these milestones. So you know, you're on, you're you're actually on the right path. You know, getting funded, you know, getting funded again. Getting, being funded at a different level, you know. Um, one of the things I, I heard you say that's really important, um, and, I, and I don't know, if, you know, if, if people miss it when they listen to it, but it's like, you know, you mentioned that two of the two of the guys that were in your program ended up becoming like mentors for you. You know, that says a lot. That says uh, they believed in you know not only your product but they believed in your drive, you know, your passion. And uh, and I, I believe you know they changed the game for you. You know, it's like uh, because you know your dad can only get you so far. And I don't mean you know any disrespect to your dad, but you know parents can only do so much. You know they could tell you business, business, but there's just a different level of you know yeah uh, mentorship that comes from the outside. And then um, and it sounded like 
because I could just imagine those decisions, but um, but it, I could also imagine, you know, it's not like you were, you know, it's funny you you wearing that shirt, you know, calculated risk. That's basically what you took. It was a measured risk. It wasn't a, you know, hey, you know, I don't have any. This is just a dream. You actually were, you know, to to have money in the account. And what I was going to say is almost as equal to that, to have really valuable, smart people spending time and investing it in you, that's that's equally just as, as valuable as money, you know? It's like, so, you know what I mean? So I was just something I, I wanted to share because I, I picked that up from what you were saying. Yeah, man. And I recognized that, you know, early on, like, I, I knew, I knew for sure, like, I, I wasn't the smartest uh, or the sharpest the most brilliant person in, 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 in the room. And I shouldn't be right. And I, I should always have people that are smarter than me around me. Right. So, um, I always gravitated towards older people or older guys that have done it before and, and can show me and give me game on, you know, what to do whenever I get to that next level. So I can make that quick turn or I, or I can miss this pothole. Right. And I just want to make sure that I'm successful and the company successful you know at the end of the day i think we you know i, I want to build a company that changes lives for athletes and you know whatever pothole i could go around or wh whatever hurdle that i could cross by you know whether it's you chris or or ash or nate or any of our investors or mentors to help me overcome before we get there or get ready to go over uh i'm all with it because at the end of the day that's that's gonna help us and, and allow us to, you know, get to that end goal of, of changing lives for athletes. You know what I'm saying? Well, you so. know what, man? And you, um, you mentioned that a couple of times. Um, it sounds like you've already seen that a little bit, based on, I mean, you know, of course, um, you know, looking into grime and just, you know, uh, I love that you guys are sharing some of those stories. Uh, but, but it really looks like you have already had a few success stories, right? As far as changing, you know, a. a career for a student athlete and those type of things yeah uh, do you mind you mind sharing just like one yeah in terms of of terms of my own or in terms of like other kids uh other other, other kids yeah and i you know i think uh you know there was a kid that purchased the machine uh and, and you know we haven't delivered any of our units yet we're, we're in the process we're, we're taking pre-orders now and then we're delivering in november so i'm excited to to make that delivery to all these kids around the country because there, there was a kid that has been following us since 2015. i was in a dorm room in amarillo texas i never bring this into the story because it goes so deep but like you know first year out of high school uh, I went to uh, a junior college in Amarillo, uh, Texas, and I was building the prototype, you know, my first prototype uh, in my dorm room. So I had started the Instagram page and all that stuff, uh, going back to Houston to where my homeboy. Um, but there was a kid that followed us on Instagram and he, he loved our website. He reached out to me and it was 2015. And at the time, I think he was a freshman, you know, four years later, we, we launched and uh the you know the kid bought one and you know he's super excited he lives in canada uh or or like right right below canada i don't know if it's toronto or or, or something uh, but he's just like yo i gotta have this machine because i've been waiting for it for four years time has been grinding uh so it's just really 
really crazy to see those stories, man. And, and yeah, I mean, if you, if you can imagine, I mean, I'm sure, you know, he's he has that, you know, printed in his room or bookmarked and he's literally saving. And then you guys are meeting at the finish line when you're launching. And he's like, I've made this purchase. Like, it's, uh, you know, it's like getting, uh, getting invited, like uh, saving money for a football camp or a basketball camp. Now you're going and you know you're going to get better, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's that's yeah, that's the type of yeah. I think that's just gonna continue to happen for you, for you, man. Yeah, absolutely, man. And I, and I wanna I wanna do this for basketball. You know, we wanna go into soccer and 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 do the same thing and and just continue to you know explode it on a larger scale. So you know, make the impact that uh, you know really create a brand like Nike that you know inspires kids and they love it and they think it's authentic and cool uh but also that that super hard impact of inspiration and uh g giving giving kids the ability to think outside the box in terms of if basketball soccer or any sport doesn't pan out for me what can i do you know yeah. and they look at grind and they're like yo i could i could be electrical or mechanical or software engineer right so um so yeah, I, I, that's the end goal. It sounds like you're wearing multiple hats, man. Because uh, you, you talked earlier about you know, uh, you know, the technical side of you know learning, you know, how to build this thing. Then you've had to learn, you know, the academic side. That, you know, and then you had to make that decision. Then you're learning the business side, and now you, it sounds like you're learning the marketing side. Because uh, from what you from what you're saying, there's a term uh, that says uh, emotion first, money second. You know, it's and it's essentially, you know, you got to tell your story. You got to have people, you know, cringed on to, wow, this makes a difference to my life. It's worth it. You know, and then, you know, they don't even think about the fifteen hundred or the thousand or, or the five hundred they dropped. It's like, you know, you've you've already, uh, you know, they're already hooked. You know, they're so yeah, yeah man. I, I love the name of the company. How did how did that come about? I mean, man. you use it in your language constantly, but I'm just curious. Is that kind of where it came from? Yeah, you know, like um, be, being around my dad growing up in, in, in the inner city of Houston with all these rappers coming around, um, I always took, you know, like the Houston rap music and applied it to my own life like a lot of people do just in, in music general, uh, generally. And, uh, you know, a, a, lot of, a lot of the guys that we were around, they were always talking about grinding and putting in work and, and you know, getting these getting these things that they wanted, but they would they would break down the process of how they're getting it, right? And they're they're staying up late at night, they're doing what they gotta do. They're 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 grinding and putting in work, right? And then so that that was kind of ingrained in me subconsciously, right? It was just kind of that that work ethic uh with the music and the culture uh that really really brought grind but what, what kind of applied it to basketball was my coach and, and uh my high school coach his name was coach henderson and the dude was crazy as hell like obsessive type of 5 a.m workouts uh two a days three a days you know we're we're on the track we're in the weight room and then we got two hour practice like it's wild so, uh, and, and he, he kind of brought that he, he kind of brought that obsessive type of mindset to, to, to me uh, personally and dude is, is wild right I, I kind of see him as like the Bill Bowerman of, of grind you yeah. know like 
that, that's the mindset that grind ha- is trying to like portray in everybody who sees and comes yeah. across us so you know with the culture with that mindset you know it was simple it was straightforward it wasn't yeah. there's it, it nothing beautiful or, or special about it but there's beauty in that struggle you know what i'm saying yeah. uh, I, I think kind of trying to take all these things uh i i, I can't kind of came up with uh, a grindhouse at the beginning uh but you know as I, I, I think after the first year or so i cut off the house and and just, you know kept it at, at grind i mean it's perfect man because it, it, it um you know the product is about reps and i mean that's essentially what you're doing so you know it's a uh, it's a great name man um yeah. and um and also the branding is great too man i mean you guys um the, i know one of the questions we had was was kind of what what are your next steps you know as far as you know you mentioned you guys are you know in the process you, you have pre-order you're starting to you know fabricate ship out um what's next are you just focused on that stage right now or is you mentioned some other things too about you know possibly soccer or what's next uh, down the line but, yeah yeah I, I you know i think we uh you know, the whole team is is focused on executing this goal hundred percent, one hundred fifty percent. But obviously, you know, we we have bigger plans in, in the grand scheme of things. So we are raising or gearing up to raise around a seed round. Uh, so we're raising five hundred thousand uh, dollars for our seed round. Um, but you know, really just using part of that money to accelerate the growth and take over basketball right and, and perfect that and, and be be that company in that sport um and then you know grow outside of that you know we we have some software applications that you know we, we see value in and uh you know for instance tracking analytics um being able to give all those stats to you know an espn where they can compare and contrast you know yeah we have all this data um you know in the game but you know how does that compare to how they're you know working out no nobody's giving us that data and, and now can you see if this kid is is it mental you know are they killing it in practice and doing bad in the game uh whether it's mental or you know are they just not putting in the work or are they just right. talented because they're not putting in no work with you know and doing good in the game so just really uh, aggregating more data and, and rolling out our, our software apps to where you know we can track you know how many shots we've made, how many are, are missed, um, and, and really being able to to, to lock in on um, kind of algorithms that um, push kids toward different workouts. So we're going into personal training, um, you know, uh, going into even mixed reality in, in some cases. Um, th- those are some of the future goals within the software aspect of things. But, um, you know, obviously just uh, doing all that stuff and, and moving forward. That, that's kind of the, the short-term and long-term goals that while we're raising the capital. Yeah, the, the hardest part is, is executing the, the first, you know, phase, man, which is a huge phase. But, um, but yeah, I, I mean, you know, of course, talking to you, getting to know you a little bit more, looking into the grind, the, the app sounds like limitless, man. Like it really, really could. I mean, you know, describe, I, I think you, you guys described it as, you know, you could compete against someone, you know, on the other side of the planet or in another, you know, in another state, another city. 
um that that that's awesome you know i mean you know getting getting personally i think getting kids out um is is what saves a lot of them in, in a lot of the areas where we grew up uh, yeah. you know living in the driveway or you know in the backyard you know that, rather than inside um absolutely uh, they was uh the question the one of those last questions was about houston and like the ecosystem do you want to take the lead on that one yeah of course uh i guess kind of backtracking i want to touch on like the storytelling piece so like you've been able to get like the professor coach low uh i think it was patricia davis and, like over the last couple of months i've seen like put out like videos some content around like your story and their stories kind of how has that helped kind of drive like awareness of business or has that helped yeah that, that's really that's my that's my forte man is telling stories i love telling people's like the, the authentic stories about uh the backgrounds of like me like i'm like y'all like um you know miss patricia davis that her son's about to enter the nba and yeah. he's 10 and he's from fifth ward you know what i'm saying so just that whole story it's just it gives me chills man just being able to tell those stories they're, they're just beautiful I, I really love them man i think the 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 great thing about the execution phase of it whether it's on instagram or twitter or facebook like those people have audiences right and we're, we're finding out we're finding out that like you know i i do my piece and I use my homeboy uh, Doe Man his, his music yeah. on my on, on my my video. He has 10, 12,000 followers, right? right. On, on all channels, and it's like he's gonna push it out to everybody, and he did without me asking because it was just an authentic partnership. Yeah. yeah. And same thing with uh, Miss Davis and, and KD. Uh, Kendrick Davis put it on on his Twitter and and his Instagram because it's him. You know, we're telling his story. Um, through grind and how it represents us, but also how it ties into to obviously telling their story. So um, I think the awareness is is really cool because it's all it's an authentic partnership, you know. Um, and we're telling their story and also telling people kind of what grind represents, and uh, you know it gets it out there to Coach Lowe's audience. He he loves the video about him because it's about him, but it it also represents grind in a way. Because uh, I think all these people represent us, right? So, so yeah, I, I think that's kind of how it how it's uh, you know been been helping, and, and we got some some more heat coming. So, you know, we're excited to drop, man. <laughs> that's pretty dope. Man. Yeah, no, it's it's great, man. It's I love um, you know hearing about the what I call like the DNA of a company, you know, and that's and that's basically your blood, sweat, and tears. Uh, and for those who, who don't know about Houston and the, the area where you grew up in, I mean, yeah, man, it's that alone is is, a, is an awesome, you know, uh, success story there. Just, um, you know, as you grow your network and, and influence, yeah, you'd be, you, I, if you haven't already noticed, I'm sure you're influencing the next generation to believe like, hey, um, you know, it doesn't have to completely, like you said, um, just completely be about the the sport it could be the business of the sport or the branding of the sport martellus bennett uh he's a friend of mine and he talks a lot about this i mean he, he played football because he was you know huge you know six six seven and you know almost 300 pounds and just you know he's just amazing you know amazing uh, athlete but he's you know brilliant you know he has an amazing creative mind he's always about you know business and 
And uh, he always had a plan that, you know, he was going to use his platform and, and everything was going to meet, you know, at the uh, at the top, man. So no, I definitely, you know, just hearing you speak and talk about, you know, your journey. And I think, um, and, you know, seeing a little bit more about the story and, and honestly, man, the product, the product is amazing. You know, it's, um, I think, I think you got a, you got a big future ahead of you, man. And we're, we're excited to be, you know, in the same city and share your story a little bit. Um, and, you know, hopefully, you know, obviously we're going to cross paths more and more, man, but we, we appreciate you spending time with us. Well, what else are we missing, man? I, yeah. I, I think I want to touch on that a little more because just, you know, uh, coming up, you know, in the last five going on six years building the company, uh, you know, I, I would I would pitch at uh, energy events. I would pitch at um, all these different events that Houston is, you know, quote unquote, energy, gas, oil, you know, all these things that Houston is known for. And I remember meeting uh, Ash and then meeting Nate and uh, and finally coming across some guys that uh, have have like a, a thesis and uh, I wouldn't say thesis is more of like a belief. You know, it's like a belief in the city. Like, yo, why aren't we like killing in sports in Houston? Right. Yeah. And uh, as soon as I as soon as I uh, met those guys, I, I kind of felt I was like, yeah, these are the guys that are are going to create something, um, you know, in the city that, you know, along with the other entrepreneurs doing sports, sports related things. Like, I think these are the guys that are going to blow up the city in terms of sports tech and uh and really you know um, create a system that you know fosters that fosters those things so you know i really appreciate you guys for creating a platform like this and uh ecosystem around sports tech because uh, you know we need it and i feel like we could kill it in it um so you know being uh, being around houston and having you guys here it just is it, a is a blessing man so thank you yeah. appreciate that man yeah now, to kind of lead into that, like, yeah, you mentioned there back like three, four, probably longer than that years ago, there wasn't like a sports tech innovation ecosystem. It was oil and gas, it was the port, it was space, medicine. Yeah. Like, kind of as you've been in it, kind of what opportunities do you kind of see for continuing to program it in that, in that area? Kind of as, as you work on Grind, as we work on HCX, you know, like other. Man, yeah. Yeah, I, I think there's no reason to to not be able to to be on the level of uh, you know uh, San Francisco or New York or Austin in terms of sports in in in, uh, in Houston. You know, we have the Astros, we have the Rockets, we have the Dynamo, we have the Texans, and and it, you know, I'm probably missing a couple more sports teams, but. Um, well, yeah, man, I think, you know, in terms of events, in terms of uh, pitch pitch events, networking events, um, resources, um, connections to brands, you know, brands that you guys work doing uh, and, and within and just, uh, you know, creating partnerships and, and, uh, uh, and relationships within these things and could really turn a lot of things around, you know, with, with us moving forward into the market you know we get in touch with like the houston rockets or you know whatever the case is by one of you guys uh or or, or a uh, uh 
Mark Cuban or or you want you know sports tech investors and stuff like that. Like I think there's, there's endless possibilities for us to you know be able to grow, stay in the city, and, and put you know Houston on the map for sports. Tech. That's cool. Okay. And then you yeah, yeah. to touch on it before we geared up, but like, was there anything you wanted to share about the ambassadors program that you guys are starting? Oh yeah, I mean, uh, man, you know, we after you know launching in March, we had a lot of coaches and trainers coming to us saying that you know, like yo, yo, I got a thousand kids in my program right now that yeah. will buy this machine. Um, how could we partner? And we didn't have an answer. Uh, and we're, we're barely rolling out and trying to maintain customer support, you know? So we created an ambassador program and within a week, you know, we had like 50 coaches uh, and trainers sign up organically. And, and uh, what we're doing is giving them a commission uh, based on the orders. So we're giving them ambassador code, uh, giving people that purchased their link a discount and uh yeah they, they take a, com a small commission and uh so we're able to help out the community in terms of that but also get the name out there and um and kind of uh you know what is it multiply uh, uh some some exponential uh word of mouth growth right there so so hopefully yeah we're rolling that out actually today so i gotta hop oh, on calls wow. later today and get on that so yeah be fun Oh. Yeah, man, that's all I have. Yeah. Cool. For, uh, making time to talk with us. Yeah, no, thank you guys for having me. I, I loved it. Always like, you know, speaking to you guys. Yeah, man. Thanks so much. Yeah. yeah I just uh, echo what Nate said, man. We appreciate it. We're rooting for you. And I mean, we'll obviously spend more time together, man, but appreciate it. We'll have you back in a couple years. Yeah, hopefully we got, we got a lot, a lot of good, a lot of good uh, progress uh, from then. Uh, of course, man. I love, I love that you that you believe in the, you know everything that Houston's about, man. I think these are the type of relationships and stories that that, that are gonna get us there, like you said, man. So cool, man. Cool. Appreciate it, Thomas. Hey guys, thanks. Catch you later.